Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader. I hope all of you are having fantastic Thursdays wherever you may be across this great country or this great land. We have much to discuss. Uh, but we begin right off the top. If you're going to be betting Bengals and Browns tonight, maybe you got a feeling about which side you need to be taking, you can get right now a 1000 free dollars to bet at fanduel.com slash clay. Let me repeat it. Fanduel.com slash clay, a 1000 free dollars to gamble with if you want to bet the Browns and the Bengals tonight. Thursday night football, NFL Week 2 is back. Browns, Bengals, again, fanduel.com slash clay. And if, perhaps, you heard this morning on the OutKick show, the President of the United States, Donald J. Trump, swinging by to hang out for a second time, 25-minute interview, Uh, I thought it went really, really well. I appreciate all the feedback that we have received so far. A lot of really good points of discussion. The White House uh, was excited to get him on, and obviously I was excited to have him on. Uh, President came on in August, now came on in September. And what's interesting to me is the line of demarcation between the two. When the President came on back in August, last month, he said, I got to tell you, all right, The president said it would be a tragic mistake if the Pac-12 and the Big Ten and any other conference canceled college football. A couple of days later, college football was canceled and today the president came back on to talk about all that he had done and all the White House had done to help make the Big Ten happen. Now let me just tell you this. I have tried not to talk publicly about anything involving the the behind-the-scenes story of how the Big Ten came to return to play. The reason why I didn't do that was because I didn't want to somehow create any negativity if one of the presidents or the chancellors didn't like me or somebody at one of the Big Ten schools didn't like me and they're like, oh, we don't want to do anything if Clay Travis is working towards making this happen or if the White House is working towards making this thing happen. I have worked hard behind the scenes for the Big Ten to happen. I've been on the phone. You can talk to people in my house. You can talk to my wife with people day and night working to try to make it happen. A lot of awesome people around the Big Ten. A lot of awesome people at the White House. And so I knew this would probably happen if the Big Ten came back. People would be like, oh, the White House had nothing to do with it. Donald Trump had nothing to do with it. The White House was important. Kevin Warren deserves the most credit. The Big Ten commissioner because he fought to get the Big Ten back after the school presidents canceled on him. But the White House and the President of the United States deserve a tremendous amount of credit for what they did to get the Big Ten back. I saw the White House said publicly that they had completed over 300 phone calls behind the scenes from inside of the White House lobbying, helping, assisting to try to work the Big Ten to be back. 
And uh, the president talked a great deal about that on the show. If you haven't heard it, then I would encourage you to go download the podcast, search out OutKick. You can type in my name, Clay Travis. He was on in hour three. I think you guys will enjoy it a great deal. Uh, So I would encourage you to go listen to both of those interviews, but certainly the one that took place today. Positive momentum. Incredible momentum right now in college football that is making the Corona Bros uh, absolutely terrified, okay? What is that momentum? The Pac-12 is working towards being back. The MAC is working towards being back, and the Mountain West is working towards being back. If all three of those leagues come back, then every major college football conference would be playing this fall. We'd have Maction, we'd have Mountain West, and we would have Pac-12, and nothing would be canceled in college football. That is driving the Corona Bros mad because so many Corona Bros in media have worked as hard as they can to try to cancel so many different sports, and right now, what they're staring down the barrel is complete failure. Everybody coming back, the world getting back to some form of normalcy in the world of sports, everybody playing, props to the White House for helping to make it happen, props to Big Ten Commissioner Kevin Warren, props to the parents, the players, the coaches, and the fans, everybody out there, because as soon as the Big Ten came back, the MAC, the Mountain West, and the Pac-12 all realized there was no reason for them actually to be canceled. So this is a huge win for everybody out there who believes we need to be back at work, we need to be back at school, and we need to be back in normal activities. I would encourage all of you to push as hard as you can everywhere for that to occur. So my thanks to the president, my thanks to the White House for making that happen, and uh, and who knows, may have the president gone on again, uh, but at this point, we have got a, uh, a pretty good relationship going with the president of the United States. Uh, and Harold in Hollywood, if you listen to the radio show, is really going to be upset that the president was on again. Uh, all right, a couple of other things here. Uh, I think that it is an abject travesty right now what the city of Nashville has done. Now, I told you yesterday the city of Nashville was going to announce that Titans were going to have fans and everybody could be able to come back. They announced that today. I told you that was going to happen yesterday. But did you see the story about the cover-up over the city of Nashville shutting down bars and restaurants despite the fact that only 80 of the 20,000 cases in Nashville could be traced to the bar restaurant community? There is no justification from a health perspective for the city of Nashville to not be 100% back open. If you haven't read that story, we wrote about it at OutKick. You can go check it out. But it makes you wonder how many other cities are shut down with also the same lack of evidence about spreading occurring inside of businesses. They have terrified everybody from being able to go about their lives with almost no evidence to support everybody being able to shut down there. So, again... This is a cover-up that I believe looks like collusion and conspiracy. It needs to be investigated at the highest levels of, uh, of, of the DA's office, at the highest levels of the Department of Justice. There needs to be questions answered about why it appears a lack of facts were being shared as it pertains to bars and restaurants opening in Nashville. And again, I think this is a small part of a larger issue 
that is likely at play here. And that's why I think everybody should be looking into what might have been going on with the cover-up on bars and restaurants in the city of Nashville. Uh, Okay, tonight, Bengals-Browns. What did I say? FanDuel.com slash Clay. Go sign up. If you're in Indiana, uh, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, Colorado, West Virginia, Illinois, all of those states, Iowa, all of those states in the Big Ten where your boy here helped to fight to get college football back, go to FanDuel.com, and I'm giving you another gift, FanDuel.com backslash Clay. You get $1,000, and you will be well on your way to being able to bet. $1,000 free to bet, FanDuel.com slash Clay, okay? So, Bengals-Browns tonight. I'm going to talk about this on Fox Bet Live in about 45 minutes. What do I think is going to happen here? I think what is going to happen is over is going to hit. There are a lot of injuries on the defensive side of the ball. I think both teams are going to have success moving the football. And I also like the Bengals to cover. I like the Bengals to cover, and I like the over in tonight's game. That's what I am going to hit. I like Joe Burrow right now, even in his second start, more than I do Baker Mayfield. All right, a couple of other things I want to hit here, and then I got to get ready for TV. Uh, Did you see the NBA ratings? I keep talking about the NBA ratings because most of the people in the media will not discuss them. The NBA Eastern Conference Finals with the Celtics and with the Heat may well have hit an all-time low in many of our lives. Only 4 million people watched Game 1 of the NBA Eastern Conference Finals. Putting that in perspective, that is far less than watched Tucker Carlson last night. Just 4 million viewers. That is down nearly 50% in the past two years. It's down 30% from last year when there was a Canadian team playing. The NBA is tanking and even Mark Cuban can't spin it in a positive direction. That is almost a non-existent number. Again, we're talking about the Eastern Conference Finals, 4 million viewers. Tucker Carlson rose up and dunked all balls in the face on the NBA head-to-head on the same day in the evening. More people watched Fox News opinion programming than watched the NBA's premier event in the Eastern Conference. That is not good at all. NBA ratings are absolutely tanking. You can go read about it at OutKick if you would like. But I want to talk about this as well. Everybody has been honoring all these different statements that are being made on the helmet. You know, on the back of the helmet, there are statements being made uh, about all different sorts of causes. And the Pittsburgh Steelers all put the name of the same person on the back of their helmet. And I don't know whether no one at the Steelers did research or how this happened, but the name that the Steelers put on the back of the helmet, Marquise Pouncey just came out and said, wait a minute, what's going on here? I didn't know what this guy's story was. The name that they put on the back of the helmet, the guy is wanted, would have been wanted. The reason he was pulled over was for shooting someone in a drive-by. They found his uh, fingerprint, I mean, a gun residue on his hand. The gun was was in his pocket. There was another gun in the car. He fled from police when they pulled him over. And one of the people who was allegedly shot fingered him as the uh, suspect. 
and the Steelers put his name on the back of their helmets. I don't know who at the Steelers screwed this up, but you're seeing some players start to do their own research and speak out and say, wait a minute, why are we honoring a guy who was doing drive-by shootings? The police officer was investigated, charged with a crime, overcharged, and a jury acquitted him of committing the crime. So in addition to the fact that we have a drive-by shooter, we have an overcharged police officer who was then acquitted of any wrongdoing. This occurred in the city of Pittsburgh, but how in the world does the NFL let it happen that they are honoring a guy who was a drive-by shooter and they are disparaging a police officer who was found not guilty by a jury of Pittsburgh uh, citizens. This is a complete failure of the NFL. It's a complete failure of the Pittsburgh Steelers franchise. Did nobody actually go through and do basic research here? Now, I want to give credit because several different people have made the decision. I'm going to get this guy's name right. I don't want to screw it up. Alejandro Villanueva scribbled out this guy's name on the back of his helmet and replaced it with Alwyn Cash, who was killed in Iraq. Now, Alejandro Villanueva is a West Point grad, a former Army football player. He wrote uh, the name of an individual who was killed in Iraq and got a silver star. And now Marquise Pouncey is saying he will remove the name from his helmet as well. Pouncey isn't exactly... A, uh, an incredible citizen. He was a friend of Aaron Hernandez as he played at Florida, but he at least is doing the research and saying, wait a minute, why is this guy's name on my helmet? There's absolutely no way to justify it if you actually look at the story. And I would encourage all of you to go read the article that we have up right now at OutKick. I would say thank you to Alejandro uh, Villanueva Uh, who has made the research here and replaced that guy's name with a Silver Star recipient. And also congrats to uh, Marquise Pouncey for making the same decision. This whole story is patently absurd. I can't believe it's not a massive story what the Steelers have done. Only sites like OutKick will even cover it, which is why I need all of you to go sign up for the OutKick VIP. Help us keep expanding by supporting everything that we're doing, the money that we make off of OutKick VIP, we are rolling it right back into making more hires so we can continue to make better and better content going forward. I love all of you. I encourage you to go sign up at OutKick.com for the VIP. If you want to bet Bengals, Browns tonight, FanDuel.com slash Clay. One more time, FanDuel.com slash Clay. DBAP unless you need to SBAP tonight, by the way, for the VIPs, I'm doing a podcast interview and we invited several VIPs to be able to come and watch it in person. It's one of many special offers that you will get if you join our VIP community. I appreciate all of you, whoever said I'm signing up for today, good for you. We're signing up a lot of people every single day. Outkick.com, go to the VIP. And also, if you like to gamble, $1,000 free play, Uh, go to fanduel.com slash clay. Love all of you. Thanks again to the White House and to Donald Trump. Go sign up for the podcast. It's free. Go listen to it. This has been Outkick, the show. Kisses. See y'all.